What is up, podcast? I hope you are ready for some video game news, uh, and more specifically, some Death Loop and PlayStation news, as those are the two main topics I'm going to be talking about today. Apparently, Death Loop for PlayStation 5 got really, really, really good reviews. So I'm going to be talking about that. I'm also going to be talking about last week's PlayStation 5 showcase as well as just a couple of new Nintendo tidbits for everyone to crunch on. I don't know what that means, but we're going to go with it. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. If you do enjoy the show, make sure you tell a friend and let's get things started. Okay, friends, today I am kicking off the podcast with a story. It's story time, my friends, so just sit back, maybe grab a nice warm cup of hot chocolate or a nice cold beverage, whatever you prefer, because it is story time. Uh, It's not going to be that great of a story, I'll be honest, but the story goes like this, and if you're a listener of the podcast, Thank you for listening. You may already know where this story is going. So, Deathloop for PlayStation 5, right? When the game was originally announced, it didn't set me on fire, okay? I didn't, I wasn't looking forward to it. I said, eh, I don't think the game looks good at all. Uh, It's something that I probably won't play. I'm not interested in it. Goodbye. Then they showed it again. And then they showed it again. And then they showed it again. They kept showing new trailers for it. I was basic, I was kind of rolling my eyes. Like, okay, who is interested in this game? Like, why is this game being so heavily pushed, right? Who, who? I mean, it, it's it, it's made by a good studio, so I could I could kind of see, you know, there's there's definitely a following or whatever for it. But they they showed a lot of this game. Is my point, and then. They announced that the game got delayed. There was a delay. It was actually supposed to be out already, Deathloop for, for PlayStation 5. The game was supposed to be out already. So then when they announced the the delay of the game, again, I rolled my eyes and I said, nobody cares, nobody cares about this game. Then something goofy happened about a, 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 like about a month ago, so only a few short weeks. I it, The game, for some odd reason and maybe it was my prolonged exposure to the trailers of the game maybe i just got sick of hearing it of it maybe or maybe maybe i don't know maybe something something piqued my interest i don't know what exactly it was like i said maybe it was the repetitive uh nature of everyone showing this the the trailers over and over again it was i was it 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 Something had changed, and I couldn't exactly pinpoint what happened, like what made the change. So I said, all right. I started doing some research on the game. I started looking at the game. I started, and it it, it still wasn't doing it for me. However, I did have more interest. Then something wonderful happened. Bethesda gave out. I'm pretty sure it was Bethesda. Oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure it's Bethesda. I hope hey, here I am talking about the game, and I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Bethesda. Um, I know it's uh, what do you call it? Arcane Studios, the people who made um, 
Dishonored and, and uh, what the heck's the other game? Oh my gosh, it's slipping my memory, but whatever. I, so I know the studio is, is pretty good, right? Um, then they actually gave out codes for the game, but they said that you, you cannot talk about the game. You can only talk about the game in, in, in the one section. That was it. You can only, you could play the game. I guess there was a strict NDA, so that piqued my interest a lot. Then I started watching some YouTube videos and some uh, uh, influencers that have played the game, and they had nothing but positive things to say. They said the game definitely hooked them in. They were only in five or six hours, but they, it, it seemed like they had an NDA where they really couldn't go further into the game. They couldn't talk about the game, right? So that piqued my interest. It was almost as if they had a secret and they didn't want to tell anybody. And come to find out, that secret that they didn't want to tell anybody is, in fact, that the game is ridiculously good, apparently. Um, I just watched uh, a couple of reviews, and most notably, IGN, where, I don't know where you stand on IGN, but whatever, they gave the game a perfect 10 review. It said it was a masterpiece. It's It's only on the PlayStation 5. And it comes out, if I'm not mistaken, as of this recording tomorrow, which is September 14th. So I am super, super excited. I actually have some Best Buy credit, and I will be buying the game tomorrow. So that's my story, I guess. Has this ever happened to you? I know I've talked about it uh, on previous podcasts, but maybe this is your first time tuning in. Or maybe you're like me, and you're like, dude, Deathloop, it really didn't do it for me. I, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why you're even looking at it, but apparently the game is really, 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 really good. IGN gave it a perfect 10. Some other websites, and I'm going to be reading more reviews as of today. Um, The game, I think, releases, like I said, tomorrow. But I'm going to be looking at more and more reviews. I don't want to spoil anything, like, for myself, but I just want to know what other people say. But IGN gave it a perfect 10. So if if this has happened to you where, um, you know... where the game didn't really interest you, but then you you bought it and you're like, yo, this game is... Re-. The the last time this happened was Borderlands 2. when Way, way, way back in the day when Borderlands 2 came out, it was getting good reviews. And I didn't play the first one. I said, ah, I'll pick up this game. And like immediately I was hooked. And you know how I feel about Borderlands. I'm not going to go into Borderlands. Uh, just listen to the last two podcasts and you'll probably want me to shut up about Borderlands. But... um. Yeah, so very excited for Deathloop. It's going to be released uh, this week, and I'm, I'm going to get it. I'll probably uh, do a review on this podcast in the, in the coming week, so make sure you stay tuned for that. So I want to see if you guys did that. You could actually call into the show. If you have the Anchor app, which is what I use for my podcasts, it's an app that you can use on your phone. It's just anchor.fm. I think you can use it on your um, on your computer as well. So you could actually call into the show and look for my video game news. You can actually call into the show. I'll play it on the show. So game looks great. If you have a PlayStation 5 and you need something to play, I'm thinking you're probably going to gonna need Deathloop. Now, I'm, uh, obviously, I'm going to be playing it with when the kids are asleep and uh, and maybe maybe not the wife in the room, too. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So uh, up next, I'm going to be actually talking about Sony's uh, Sony's event that they recently had. So stay tuned. OK, let's talk about that Sony 
showcased. Now, it actually happened last week. My, how time flies, my friends. Um, Sony showcase happened last week, and I wanted, and I usually do this. I usually, like, take a couple of days to think about what I saw. I re-watch it. I kind of think of the state of uh, the, the system itself. So whenever these these things show up, uh, usually Nintendo Directs or uh, Microsoft, whenever they show anything, I typically wait a couple of days. I didn't realize it was going to be a week by the time I published this podcast, so sorry about that. Um, but I wanted to see what, A, everyone else was saying. B, um, I wanted to, to, to really kind of soak in what I saw, right? I wanted to take in what I saw. I wanted to think about my own uh, feelings towards the show because, like I said, I do I do like to see what everyone else is, is saying. And I, I'd like to form my own opinion as well. So it's kind of hard when everyone's saying something and then, you know, you kind of, you want to form your own opinion, but then you're reading everybody else. So I guess that that's the reason why I waited. So mainly everyone else has been kind of all over the board. I've had people say that the show was excellent, and then I've I've heard a lot of people say the complete opposite. So it it seems like a 50-50 um, in regards to live reactions or what people thought of the Sony showcase for PlayStation 5. In my opinion, I thought the showcase was actually very good. Um, the only thing I did not like was the fact that we're going to be playing a lot of these games, uh, you know, nothing, not too much this year, but if you're a newer PlayStation 5 owner like myself and you don't have all the money in the world, um, like I still haven't played Ratchet and Clank, so I'm, I'm happy with my PlayStation, um, and I'm happy that we're going to be getting a lot of good stuff uh, in early 2022 and throughout 2022, so it has me definitely um, excited for the future especially in, in, you know, 2022. There's a lot that was shown. Um, that Square Enix game looks really, really, really good. I'm pretty sure it's called Forspoken, I think. But they had a, a decent dive into that, and that got me really, really excited. Um, it looks kind of different than... Um, it, 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 it's like a mix between Final Fantasy and, like, the Tomb Raider, uh, to me at least. I don't know. But I, I really like the look at that. I thought that looked great. If you listen to the last couple of podcasts, you'll know that I was waiting for one game, my friends, and I got that one game that I was waiting for. Um, the Tiny Tina game from Tiny Tina from Borderlands. That game looks insanely fun, and I love Tiny Tina as a character. So I was super, super, super pumped up when they actually showed the shooter looter that stars Tiny Tina. Um, it looks like just, it looks overall just like a fun over the top game. And it looks like a lot of, uh, just like, like a lot of fun to be had. It looks like a, um, like a game that doesn't take itself too seriously, but it does have a lot of what made Borderlands, um, like famous, I guess, right? It has tons and tons of guns. It has legendary guns. It has you know, everything that we come to expect from Borderlands, um, in a Tiny Tina game with, like, a lot of humor. Borderlands games typically have a lot of humor anyways, but with Tiny Tina being at the helm, um, it's, it's gonna be kind of over the top, so I'm, I really, really liked what was shown, um, very colorful, very vibrant, very colorful, very sharp, it has that cartoony, 
comic book style that we all have come to know and love with the Borderlands series. But this this looks to, to take things up a notch. So I'm very, very excited. I'm going to be pre-ordering that game in the very near future. I'll probably pre-order um, one of the bigger editions just because I know I'm going to love the game. Um, you know, I will spend, you know, 80 or 90 bucks on, on this one game because, I mean, guys, I'm still playing Borderlands 3, right? Like, I, I always talk about that. Um, there was a lot of interesting stuff, too. A lot of, a lot of good games. Um, they, they showed some, uh, I guess, more like a family game, like a child game, but it, it looked really, really cool. Um, that actually piqued my interest, uh, a lot. Um, and then they came and they ended with a, a bunch of, uh, Sony Studios, and I thought that was really, really cool. So, Insomniac, they're working on Wolverine, um, their Gran Turismo 7 was shown with the release date, we're going to be getting that in early 2022. They showed, uh, the new God of War, which looks, uh, the new God of War looks to be expected, right? Like, it looks like the, the old God of War just with if you could imagine better graphics um and i've heard that they're aiming for around 40 hours of actual gameplay in the new god of war so um what else did we get we also got a, a updates uh, or a remaster for uncharted uh uncharted 4 and lost legacy so i'm super excited for those as well so overall i thought the show was really really well done and i thought uh, i thought it was good yeah, I walked away impressed. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I would love it if you guys were to call in and let me know what you guys thought of the show. You guys can do that. I always tell you to do that. Um, or get a hold of me um, on Twitter. You can at MVGN. That's at MVGN. Uh, let me know what you thought about the show. So I, if, if I were to rate, like, grade it, like, out of... I, I would give it a solid B, B+. Plus. Um, like, I say, I see... It was all over the board. For, for for people and uh, I, I I walked away impressed so um, I talked about it last podcast as well and I'll mention it in this this show but I'm wondering if now Xbox or Nintendo will kind of respond to this showing right Microsoft as well as Nintendo uh, they were at E3 they had uh, you know showcases Xbox had a nice showcase um, both Systems, the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox Series X, they really seem like they got a lot of good stuff coming this year. So I think they can work that aspect or that angle, I guess. Like, here's a ton of games that you could play this year, right? So I'll be interested to see if, if Microsoft and if Nintendo respond. So we'll see. If they do, you'll know I'll be here to report the news. <laughs> so up next, we're going to finish the podcast out. So stay tuned. All right, let's end this podcast, shall we? Um, usually I kick off the podcast talking about Nintendo, but today I am going to end the podcast talking about Nintendo. And I just I just wanted to touch on a couple of things regarding Nintendo because they're in the news, as always. And uh, I promise I will be getting some more um, Xbox, what do you call it, uh, Xbox News coming down the pipeline so the two things two th- two quick things actually uh regarding nintendo they have updated their nintendo switch firmware to version 13.0.0 and what, what what does that mean what that means is you can now that's right after almost four or five years of this system coming out you can now hook 
or you can now connect, I should say, wireless Bluetooth headsets with your Nintendo Switch. Oh, <laughs> good job on Nintendo. It only took, you know, how many years? But uh, previously, you had to do it via, like, a USB-C dongle, uh, and it worked fine. You just plugged it into the bottom of your Nintendo Switch. I'm doing it like you guys can see me, but before you had to plug it in to the bottom of your Nintendo Switch and then just use a pair of wireless earbuds. Now, Nintendo has updated it to where you can you can use wireless earbuds just right out of the gate. So, if they continue this route, guys, that means we're getting themes and folders for the Nintendo Switch in about mm, 2029. Uh, <laughs> so, kudos to Nintendo for that. Um, the other news for Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch is that uh, there was a price drop for the system in Europe. And it led a lot of people to believe that there might be a price drop in the U.S. as well. As of this recording, there is no plans, quote, it is a quote from a Nintendo rep, there is no plans as of right now to lower the price of the Nintendo Switch. Now, in my opinion, I think they should have lowered the system uh, a little while ago. However, the system continues to sell well. And from a business perspective, Nintendo is obviously going to keep the price right where it is for as long as it could, or as long as they can, right? Um, I would guess maybe next year sometime, maybe in uh, March after, after the holiday time, that they would do something in regards to price. But we'll have to see what happens. Um, as of, you know, March of next year, it, the system will be on uh, uh, store shelves for, you know, <laughs> for, for a while and, uh, you know, for years and years. Uh, so I'd imagine a, a price cut mm, should, should, be, should fit the bill soon. I know that they're not in a huge rush to do it just because the system is still selling like crazy. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think that once Nintendo does see a small dip in terms of sales, then then they'll you know they'll they'll cut the price and obviously they they could do it in re, you know in in uh in succession with uh, you know a big game coming out or whatever so it should be it'll be interesting to see if if it if it does make the jump i don't know if that's a a total pr talk where they say oh no we're not going to lower the price and then you know a week two weeks later they lower the price uh but as of right now just the uk guys and not not the us so Thank you so much, as always, for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do, please uh, please let me know somehow. Leave a, leave a good review or a nice review or contact me via um, Twitter. Share it with a friend or however you want to, you know, you want to show your love. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.